Hello, and welcome back to the While We're Waiting Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. This is a podcast of stories, stories of devastating loss and grief and heartbreak and struggle, and stories of hope and healing and faith and, yes, even joy. Underlying every conversation is the hope we have in Jesus Christ, which makes it possible to not just survive the loss of a child, but to live well while we're waiting to see them again in heaven one day. You can learn more about our ministry and the free Bereaved Parent Retreats we host by visiting our website at www.whilewe'rewaiting.org. Welcome to episode number 119, which is a continuation of my conversation with Steve and Heather Colvin. Today we'll be discussing a wide range of issues faced by parents who have experienced the loss of a child and hear about the nonprofit they have founded to provide support for other hurting moms and dads. If you missed last week's episode, you'll want to be sure and go back and listen to hear the story of their daughter, Anna Joy, who went to heaven in 2014 at one week of age. And I know you'll be blessed by listening into our conversation. For now, we'll pick up right where we left off last week. So it's been a little over eight years now since Anna Joy went to heaven. Just a couple of months ago, you hit that milestone. But think back, if you can, to the very early days of your grief. What advice would you give to a newly bereaved parent, especially a mom or dad who has experienced infant loss? First of all, there's no, there's no uh, time frame. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, after it's been this long, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be over it. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So that's okay. Um, not to think that that should exist. Um, grief comes in waves. So, you don't always know what, what's going to trigger, you know, certain things, certain emotions. You know, um, I would say uh, being intentional um, with your time. For us, like Heather mentioned, how we celebrate um, Anna Joy's birthday and her uh, going home day is um, it's very intentional um, that, we, that we set that time aside every year. Um, but that's not the only times you need to set aside. Other times to process, to allow yourself to work through the grief, mm-hmm. not to bottle it up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd even say write write letters to your child. Mm-hmm. Tell your child how much you love them, how much you miss them. Mm-hmm. Um, it can do a lot of good for you. Mm-hmm. And talk to the father. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell him how you feel, how much you hurt. You can even yell at him. He, he can handle that. <laughs> um, uh-huh. You know, and ask him what to do with the pain. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Ask him what he wants to do with all this. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, and ask him how, how to keep going, what, what you need. Ask him to show you what you need to keep going. Yeah. Um, I had one point uh, later that summer, it was probably a month or two, after Anna Joy passed that I remember laying on my couch and I was just weeping and I then understood how some people do things to cope with grief, how people do things to try to yeah. numb the, the pain, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, they'd rather not feel anything than the, the anguish they're feeling in the heartbreak. And I could see 
why that's a tendency. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I had, I don't think it was a, a vision, but maybe I was awake. I knew what was going on, but I don't remember if anyone else was in the house, but I know that my, uh, I, I know that this didn't happen out loud. It was something in my mind, but I just heard, I heard my oldest daughter say, but dad, we're still here. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not everyone is going to have other, other kids to hold on to, but if you do be intentional with those, with those kids. Yes. Yes. Be deliberate. Yes. Spend time mm-hmm. doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. That was so good. I don't. He <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. covered it all, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, it, I, I don't really have anything to add. I, I just spent the same thing yeah. as I spent time. Uh, it was a closet, literal. It was my prayer closet, but. Um, sure. And that's where I talked, talked to the Lord and. Um, but if I would say now, I would say um, something different that I didn't do would be to um, run towards your spouse and ask the Lord for help. Like, mm. Lord, how are they grieving? Lord, how can I minister to them? Like, what do they need? Um, I think yeah, that's something I would do differently than I did at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's very wise advice and obviously something that you guys have learned along the way uh, is to run toward each other mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's valuable yeah. yeah you know one of the things we always talk about in these episodes is that kind of dreaded topic about the things people say um, and people often feel awkward around a parent that's lost a child because they don't know what to say and I really think that those who have experienced infant loss or pregnancy loss probably deal with more inappropriate comments than even someone like me who lost my daughter to cancer. You know, we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast, not necessarily because they've lost a child, but because they love someone who does or who has, and they want to know how they can help. So what is some advice that you would give to someone who is wondering what they should say or do to a bereaved parent, particularly someone who has lost um, an infant or a pregnancy? Well, don't say. <laughs> At least you have your other children. Yes, sometimes it's easier. <laughs> yes. Um, uh-huh. Um, I think something that Steve and I have found is just that's so powerful and powerful in the ministry that the Lord has us doing is validation of loss mm. and validation of life. Yes. That is so important. Um, just that recognition. Yeah, flesh and, that out a little bit. What do you mean by validation of life and validation of loss? Acknowledging that there was life there. Um, like even with like yes. pregnancy loss that, there, there, that was a, that's a child, you know, um, there's not, yes. not putting measurement on because yes. that baby was only this far. You were only this far along. It's a very slip, slippery slope to start comparing what is lost. Like we, when we walked through it, um, one of Steve's cousins said, mm-hmm. well, and they were invalidating their loss and they were, uh, that they had a uh, pregnancy loss and they're like, well, it's not the same as you. And we're 
And we say over and again, over and over again, no, loss is loss. That was life. That was a life from the Lord. Mm -hmm. That baby had value. That baby had destiny. And that is a loss. And we acknowledge that loss. And that is painful. That was, that child was a part of you and the Lord created Mm -hmm. that child. Um, So that's, uh, I don't know if that's, you know, kind of explaining it. Um, But that's how we, we view it. And we. We use that when we're talking with other families that the Lord brings into our path to validate, like you lost a child, and we and we don't put a, a measurement on because they were you were uh, they were five, only five months in your womb, or if they were five years on the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of your womb, uh, it's 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 not. Yeah. Um, loss is loss. Loss is loss, mm-hmm. right? And. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And I think too, uh, answering or kind of going with your question is, um, we had people in our house. They didn't have to say anything. I think I can't remember. I had heard some uh, someone from probably way back in your podcast, and now I'm trying to remember the <laughs> the uh, presence therapy. I think one of your one of your uh, interviews yes. said, uh-huh. and I thought. I am taking that and I'm running with it. <laughs> yep. um, presence therapy is Absolutely. like, wow, that was language we needed. Um, and we pass along just yes. being there. You don't have to say anything. And just following the grieving parents leading, I would say. Um, if they want to talk it, they uh, talk about their child, they will. If they don't, I mean, just follow that, you know. Uh, we have people just like bringing we had gift cards like all over our counter because we had people with keys to our house. They were in and out of our house so that we didn't have to think about meals for our kids, even like a Starbucks gift card um, because, you know, we're from Seattle. So (laughs) yeah, area. So we love our coffee. (laughs) Um, We will like Uh Starbucks on every corner. Oh yes. And yes. And so many coffee shops everywhere. You know, that's, that's how it is in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So (laughs) if you want some coffee, Uh come here, we'll get you hooked up. Uh, (laughs) um, So it was those practical things. Like I went, I remember sitting with a friend and just sitting on the beach um, with her because we're um, by the Puget Sound. We just sitting there and just talking. Yeah. And um, that just meant everything. And mm. it's just quiet, you know, the quiet, quiet times. So, um, yeah, I, I think just all the practice, like friends would take our kids so we could have a moment because they're still like life is normal for them and they're going to VBS and they're going here yes. and there. And we're like, uh, I don't even know how to do that. Like, how do I, how do I yes. be a good parent right now? I don't, except for the Lord, I have no idea how the kid, I look at pictures and the kids had a great summer, <laughs> but I have no idea how that uh-huh. happened uh-huh. Um, except for Jesus and our tribe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, that was one of the most helpful things that people did for me was to do something with Bethany, um, our surviving daughter, just to know that she was being taken care of, that that she was having fun, mm-hmm. that um, that for just a little while I didn't have to worry right. about her and, mm-hmm. and what was going on with her, that somebody else could kind of take that for a little while. And um, that helped me yeah. immensely. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I can see how that's very helpful. Yes, yes, yes. 
I believe that all of us who have lost a child have this very sharp dividing line. I mean, kind of a fault line in our lives of before and after. So talk about the before Steve and Heather and the after Steve and Heather. Well, um, despite our marriage not being in a good place for quite a while, we still laugh together a lot. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, now... We still laugh together a lot. <laughs> so there are um, some things that that cross over that line. But I think that uh, some major differences um, really are, we were never huge on social media before, but definitely after Anna Joy passed, we turned off social media completely. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if there is a healthy isolation, but we, uh, we kind of separated ourselves from the outside world, um, in, in a lot of ways. Um, things, our, oh, sorry. So, go no, ahead. we called it our summer of rest. Yeah. Things that, uh, mm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Things that didn't seem to hold value, things that didn't seem to encourage us or didn't seem to, uh, uh, be positive. We just, we cut it out we were very mindful of what seemed to be beneficial and what didn't. Um, so that was in the, mm-hmm. you know, in the short term. During, I don't remember the first couple of weeks after AJ passed, um, one of our pastors, uh, came over to, um, our house. We were in our living room. I can tell you exactly where mm-hmm. we were, mm-hmm. um, sitting on our couch, looking out our window. Like it was one of those, um, pivotal moments. And he, he said, you're at a crossroads right here, right now, and you need to make a decision. And the decision you need to make is, is God good or is he not? And right. uh, it, that was, it was pivotal for us. Mm-hmm. And we chose that day yeah. that God was good. And that was what changed mm-hmm. the, um, what's the word? Trajectory. I can't say it right. Sorry. <laughs> Trajectory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, of, yeah. Our that's, outcome. That's a good word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but we, we were sold out. We were sold out. We got sold out, um, for the goodness of God and we camped there was, we decided that's where we were setting up camp is that God is good, that he is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was pivotal for us. It's so valuable. You know, our story, and I know you really haven't heard my story either directly from, from me, but you know, our daughter was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 16 and battled it for a year. And our kind of motto during that year was God is good all the time. And that was also kind of where we took our stand, trusting that no matter what we went through, no matter what the outcome was to this circumstance, we were going to choose that God was good all Mm -hmm. the time and proclaim that throughout. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't always easy. to do that. And I don't say that because we have this amazing faith that, you know, I'm not trying to boast or anything about that because there's certainly nothing to boast about, but that was just where we kind of uh, put our flag in the stand, in the sand, you know, Mm -hmm. God is good all the time and we're going to trust him with this no matter what. And I really think that helped us survive that year of cancer. And then the following year since then, um, because when you do believe that God is good, then you you trust in his sovereignty yes. and whatever his plans are, even though what's happening is not good. Right. right. 
we can trust that he is good. Right. That's right. Right. He didn't, he didn't orchestrate. So that it. resonates with me that you all chose that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So us now is we're, we're sold out. <laughs> we're sold out for the Lord. And um, yeah, I, I, we can't do life without him. He's everything. Yeah. He's everything to exactly. us. Mm-hmm. And we weren't mm-hmm. sold out. I wasn't sold out. I shouldn't be speaking for you. <laughs> I was not sold out before. Um, I agree. But you uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I agree. I was not. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh-huh. are. We are definitely. He is. He is our. He's our everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you guys just talking to you today have been such a great picture of both sorrow and joy combined. Because as you share your story, there's still so much sorrow that comes through, just very honest, raw sorrow. But at the same time, there's joy that keeps peeking through too. Right. Um, the laughter that you share and just as you share your story. Um, so I love that uh, because we always talk to parents about how we can have both. Right. We can have sorrow. We can have great sorrow and we can have great joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I see that pictured in you guys. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Thank you. And I, I love the fact that you use the word sorrow. Uh, yeah. Because something we learned through this process is that grief and sorrow are different. And that mm-hmm. grief, yeah, talk about that. Grief doesn't have, um, let me back up. Sorrow, um, the Bible says that sorrow may last for the night, but joy mm-hmm. comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. And sorrow gives a connotation yes. that there is hope. That there's hope. And, yeah. and grief um, kind of feels hopeless, I think. Sometimes. Yeah, or mm-hmm. it can. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think there's a good distinction between grief and sorrow. So I love that you said sorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had never thought about that difference between grief and sorrow, but I like that. I'm going to have to ponder that a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because grief, you just think, well, you know, grief, we are going to grieve our children yes. until we see them again. Right. We are going to live in grief until that time. But that doesn't mean we have to live in perpetual sorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Sorrow has a has a little bit more of a hopeful connotation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. <laughs> so you guys have started this awesome nonprofit called AJ's Place that's doing some really amazing things. And I'd love for you to take some time here before we close to share about that ministry. Um, so, yeah, so we established in 2016, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and we're a, a 501c3. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was 2019. Uh-huh. 2016, we became a charity in the state of Washington. There we go. Sorry. Steve's a detail guy. <laughs> I'm not. So remember, I don't like the process. I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, just like the end result. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, so it's our uh, the foundation that the Lord um, put on our hearts is called AJ's Place, a foundation of hope um, because we're grounded in, in Christ and he is our hope. And uh, so yeah. he, he told us that we are going to be there for families at the beginning after we, 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 we just heard the term womb loss. And I just really like that pregnancy loss. Um, mm. I like that yeah. term. Um, it just feels way, uh, more intimate um, and infant loss. So uh, we're there at the beginning and then at the end per se, the, not that there's an ending, but that's just kind of how the Lord put it with us. And so he's been unpackaging that yeah. for us. We're still in the process. Uh, this is his ministry. So mm-hmm. um, we're surprised 
uh, <laughs> all the time by, by what's unfolding and where he's yeah. bringing us. Um, right. Yeah, we are too. We <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have, we've created these um, things called hope bags and we have different uh, members in our team that contribute to these bags and that we give to families. They can look different depending on the family. Um, our focus, uh, we, we have gotten in contact with a bunch of amazing um, ministries that, that give bags, you know, that are more uh, focused on the baby and like memories of the baby or like footprints yeah. or those types of things. Our bags are more for the healing of the yeah. family. So something that was really good for us is we journaled and we started uh, after AJ passed, we started, the Lord told us to write down the miracles of Anna Joy. So every single thing we could think of, of different miracles that happened that week and after Mm -hmm. uh, we wrote down and it was so therapeutic and we would have forgotten them. So we go back and, you know, we can read those there. Yeah. So uh, we give journals. One of our friends makes these, uh, he's a woodworker. And so he makes these beautiful pens that we put with this tree journal. The Lord is just keep, because AJ's place her literal place, I mean, we know she's in heaven, but where she's buried is under this beautiful tree. And then everything just keeps about new life and tree. So it's it's in our logo. It's just been his unfolding of that. So um, so we have that. And we have another friend crochets these woodland animals that are amazing for siblings that are left behind. Another friend, and this has just been crazy. And another friend just wrote a book, um, published a, a, a feelings journal for children and so for, to process their, their feelings. And so we, if there's siblings, we include that book and then a, another book, a children's book that will include. So it can, it can look differently depending on the family. And because we're of course in Seattle, we always include a yeah. coffee card. Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, yeah. um, just as a time to, you know, get out, I think it's something else that was really good for was for us to step back into our community, um, even to maybe not n- interact with them, but to go into our local. We this was a, lo- a local Starbucks that we walked into, and there's just people around you, and um, I think it was just really good therapy for us. You know, we didn't want to be there a long period of time, but just to sit there and be there, not even talk to anybody, was really therapeutic for us. So. Mm-hmm. So we give these hope bags um, in the beginning, and then yeah. And with sorry, I was no, just go ahead, add go ahead. That with, the, with that, um, uh, kind of going along with the tree and the crocheted animals. Um, there's kind of like a woodland theme, and uh, up here in the north side, we have uh, Woods Coffee. Yes. And uh, so Woods Coffee is actually partnered with us, mm-hmm. um, and so that's really exciting and. Mm-hmm. So when it's, when it's, um, for someone that we know is in the Northern area, um, we specifically give them a woods coffee card. Um, Mm -hmm. so anyway, but you know, that doesn't make sense in areas where woods isn't, but, (laughs) but it's just, uh, it's just a way that the Lord has kind of brought it all together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then the other big piece we do for at the end is when families are ready to do um, a stone, we call them living stones because uh, we don't like headstones. (laughs) We don't like that, um, that verbiage at all. And the Lord gave us living stones. And so that's what we, that's what we call them. It took us 15 months to do AJ's stone and until we were ready. 
And we actually got things from the Lord that wouldn't have been on her stone if we had done it, if we had rushed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So yeah. our heart is for families not to be rushed. And we help financially partner with funeral homes to provide the funds for, for the, for the stone for their child. And, um, that's been really, uh, a really neat thing. Um, it's AJ's place, uh, that we go to her place at the cemetery is, um, is a beautiful, it's just, be- it's just beautiful. Her stone's beautiful. We, we still love it today. It still speaks today. Mm-hmm. And we just have, uh, it's kind of crazy, but we just have, um, a vision of, just the cemetery not being being a place of healing and worship and mm. prayer and um I can't remember the other things on their stone. <clears throat> so uh yeah, when we had Anna Joy's stone made it we were told that um they've never seen anything like this. Um mm-hmm. but specifically on her stone it 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 says that she is our promise um, from the Lord and that he fulfilled his promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, but it's, it also says that this is a place of worship and song and healing and hope. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that's, mm. um, that's really what we are about. We want that for other families. And mm-hmm. also we didn't incur any costs surrounding everything because our community just surrounded us. So medical bills. Yeah funeral costs. Um, yeah. And including her stone, we didn't incur any debt and we don't want families to make decisions, um, on something that's so important based on finances. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what we do. And then uh, we also connect people with different resources. We have a small group that meets once a month and, um, the Lord's just been partnering us with different people, but something, new Mm -hmm. that he started doing um or this new project is we are working on a a perinatal garden which is for families who lose um a baby 20 weeks and less um, pregnancy pregnancy Mm -hmm. we are creating we've already it's not placed yet but the stone has already been approved it's a monument for families that they can have their um, child's name engraved on the stone at a local cemetery for free And we are also partnered with a local hospital and um, a funeral home. And and the cemetery gifted the garden to the community. So uh, we were just there last week praying over the garden. And um, in October, we'll be doing um, an unveiling of the the stone. Hmm. So, um, and if you, I'm trying to word this carefully, but if you would like your... um, baby laid to rest there that is also can be done so um it's just it's just a really neat thing that we've seen um here uh to just that recognition of loss and that recognition of life Mm -hmm. and there's just so much power and healing for parents to be able to call out their child's name Mm -hmm. and to have it written yes Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. and that's just something that the Lord just kind of, he literally dropped it in our, in our laps. So <laughs> through, uh, yeah, yeah. through a, a, uh, yeah. a connection, someone yeah. that we were connected, that we got connected with through someone else that we knew. Um, <laughs> and, and it's been her vision to, to do this. And so yeah, she's a local labor, labor and delivery and bereavement, mm-hmm. uh, specialist yeah. mm-hmm. nurse. 
So it's been really exciting yeah. to to come alongside of her vision and for for us to work together and, mm-hmm. and have this happen is huge. It's not a direction we would have expected mm-hmm. um, things to go. Not not that we wouldn't have thought of. We just wouldn't have thought of it. I guess yeah. probably not mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have expected sure. it. But he's he's uh, constantly switching things up on us, and and uh, I mean he's good like that. So he's yeah. he's not. Yeah. Uh, you can't always predict what the Lord's going to have you do, but he is consistent and he's, he's always faithful and always there to guide you. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love this. I had no idea what all your foundation did and uh, wow, I, I love it. And kind of the common thread that I hear through everything you're doing is that validation that we talked about earlier, that validation of life and, the valuing of the lives of these little ones. And I know that must mean so much to those moms and dads. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how can people find out more about AJ's place foundation? Uh, They can go to ajsplace.org, A-J-S-P-L-A-C-E.org. They can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at AJ's Place, A Foundation of Hope, all run together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And are you, how are you funded? Is it completely all donations or do you have some sponsors? Well, Go we ahead. have, uh, yeah, it's donations. And um, yeah, our, we have a couple of corporate sponsors that's mm-hmm. pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've received one local grant that we're, our first grant, we're really <laughs> excited about that actually is going towards yeah. that that um, monument mm-hmm. stone. So we're really excited. Yeah. And that yeah. is out of the community that we used to live in. So uh, that's just really exciting to us that then again, that community has given back and given into this project for our fam- local families in our area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm going to put all of these links in our show notes so people can look up your organization and, and get connected. And if they know somebody who might need a hope bag or something like that, is there a way on your website that they can sign up for that for themselves or for someone else? There's a a contact. Uh, There's a con. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So yes, contact, use the contact form or send us an email. I'm sure at some point we will uh, actually have a direct link on the website for that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's yeah. still a little yeah. bit new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you got to start small and, and build up. But yeah, well, good. Well, I'll put all of that contact information in there so people will be able to get in touch with you, you. if they would like to. Yeah, thank so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? I know it can be so cliche, but people uh, like saying you're not alone. It's so good because um, to really take it to heart, you're you're because I feel like the enemy lies to you and tells you like not only did mm-hmm. he take out your child, yeah. but he's trying to take out your present mm-hmm. and your future. Mm-hmm. And so you're you you aren't alone. And to um, I would say you know just to really let that sink in there that there's other people like it's been so helpful to us to hear other people's stories to connect with other bereaved parents because it's just bringing everything into the light and there's power behind that. And the Lord, like he gets all the glory. And um, so yeah, to not, uh, not to isolate and um, yeah. Yeah. 
And, and yeah, there's no time frame. We just started doing things in this last year as far as like, you know, reaching out, like we went to a stranger's house, um, with, uh, who, who's actually does a while we're waiting, um, small group here. And we're like, okay, uh-huh. we're traveling an hour to somebody's house. We've yeah. never met. Mm-hmm. And wow, it was the most amazing <laughs> thing. Um, and it was so beautiful. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, stepping out when you just feel the prompting of the Lord, like it's, he's got mm-hmm. you and it's going to be really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. uh, I'm really looking forward to the, uh, to the, while we're waiting weekend, yeah, um, we we're registered uh-huh. for, for, uh, for next yeah. April, uh, in Cannon beach, Oregon. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think that'll be huge. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would say, yes. um, doing things like that, mm-hmm. um, probably sooner than we did things like that Yes, um, <laughs> would be, would be helpful. Yeah. But, yes. but again, it's, it, it's in your own time and, you know, we probably wouldn't have received right. what we need from it. Um, had we done it too exactly. soon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God knows when you need to be there yes. and he, he makes all of those things fall into place. Right. So yeah, you are going to love that weekend in Cannon Beach. Uh, um, you're going to love our facilitators there and I just know you're going to be blessed by coming. So I'm excited for you guys <laughs> that you're going to have that opportunity. Yes. So I do want to thank you all for coming on the podcast um, to share the story of your sweet little Anna Joy and God's faithfulness on your journey. I think it's so important for people to hear stories like yours Mm. and to to be aware that the grief of those who have lost infants Mm. or womb loss, Mm -hmm. like you said, I love that term also, Mm. is just as significant, is just as profound as someone who lost their child when they were 17. Um, And I don't think that most people know that. I, right. I don't think that I did right. until till we lost Hannah and I began to meet people like you. And I was like, wow, they are grieving just as much as I am. Yeah. And it was very eye-opening to me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'd love to have people like you come on and share your story, especially as openly and honestly as, as you guys have shared it today and has been as transparent as you've been with your grief so that people can see that, that they can see the value, the, the immense value of a life like Anna Joy Lindsay mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, how profoundly you guys have been impacted by her life mm-hmm. and your lives will never be the same. Right. And so many other people's lives will never be the same because Anna Joy lives. Yes. And, um, Anyway, so thank you for coming on and sharing her story. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the While We're Waiting, Hope After Child Loss podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please take just a moment to leave a rating or a review, and please feel free to share it with someone you know who might be helped by it. We're so grateful for all of you who come back and listen every week, and those of you who may be listening for the very first time. I hope God has used it to encourage you today and to help you live well while you're waiting.